You've tuned in to localjobnetwork.com radio, and you're listening to the LJN Radio Quad, where our radio hosts gather to share their thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on all topics employment-related. I'm Azure Mahara, and joining me in the quad today is Jacqueline Peterson. Hello. Carly Rubach. Hello. And Lynn Molitor. Hi, everyone. Well, ladies, um, we wanted to start off talking about the seasons changing and how everybody wants to get out and enjoy the good old outdoors. Jacqueline, your topic is all about that. Why don't you kick us off? So obviously spring is here. I'm not sure if really spring (laughs) is actually here, though. Mm -hmm. I live in Chicago, and I'm pretty sure yesterday it was dark and dreary. (laughs) But I am on Metro Mix, and I'm finding out where the festivities are. I am ready to celebrate the seasons, whether they're here or not. Festival season. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk to you guys about, um, you know, what can we do? What can we we remind each other to do, even though we're in the office for the majority of the day, to still enjoy the season? Because I think it's going to be a short one, unfortunately. Um, and I was thinking of like the, the food, the food trucks are out Mm -hmm. now, which is super cool. Do you guys go to those? Yep. Oh, wow. That is, I've seen them. Did you want more Raging endorsement. (laughs) Yep. Been to the food trucks. (laughs) No, but there's, Lynn, you guys have a second home in DC and they, food trucks are huge there. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's incredible that uh, they have to actually get there early just to get their spot. And that's, um, and that, I mean, during the, the springtime, isn't it in summer? Or is it there yeah. year-round? I think it's, year they round. get it almost year-round. Well, yeah. in Chicago <laughs> and, in, and then in Milwaukee, where our headquarters are, I know it's, it's a little bit more seasonal. So I've seen them out a little bit more lately now that the weather's been. Right. Um, I've seen people biking to work now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I actually saw a few bikes actually downstairs did yeah, you, this I morning. Yeah, I didn't, no. Yeah, so that's always a great one. Walking on your lunch breaks, I always love to walk. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, I like to take advantage of that when I get to work out of our D.C. office. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, there's just like so many parks and stuff that you can actually go on a nice scenic walk. Yeah. Um, But I'm always surprised because my coworkers or our coworkers in that office, they pretty much stay put. You know, and I'm like coming from, you know, the north here. It's like if I can get (laughs) out and have reasonable weather, I'm like going to take full advantage of it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And they're going along the food trucks. um, A lot of downtown areas have farmers markets, even in the city. And there's one by us, which they have a couple food trucks out too. And that's just a great opportunity to go to a farmer's market for lunch. And you're taking a walk to get there and you get to eat there. So it's a pretty convenient. Is that the one on Lake it's the one I'm thinking of is behind, like, Grand Avenue Mall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back there. Yeah, and, so. and in the summertime, too, there's a lot of different festivities and things going on. If you're fortunate and work downtown, um, I know things will have, like, the best deal days and things like that. And you can walk over there for lunch and just kind of mm-hmm. check out some of the, the vendors, grab some lunch. And, um, yeah, and also another cool thing that I was talking to my husband and some of his buddies is, like, now they're going into work earlier so that they can get out a little bit earlier and enjoy those, like, oh. um, you know, jazz in the park right. type mm-hmm. events where you oh, play the out after a, work, yeah. chill on the so, hill and you know, things like that. Exactly. Yeah, so he's getting – they were saying, yeah, we're getting to work an hour earlier so that we can maybe take off a little bit earlier and then take advantage of those festivities. I know uh, where I used to work, we had – you know, it was so huge, so we did, you know, our work teams. There was more connectivity there. And uh, we used to plan – you know, going to some of these music festivals, you know, in the evenings as a, as a work group. So yeah. that was always fun. And then sometimes family, their family members would join us. And 
So, so I'd encourage people to do, to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even if you don't get a chance to go, because you know sometimes we've said it in here before, you have to work through your lunch. But even knowing, okay, I'm going to leave tonight. We're going to like me and my friend or you and your significant other are going to head out and go for a walk in the park or, you know, yeah. to go take advantage of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know in the D.C., um, Metro D.C. area, they have a lot of um, sports teams, intramural sports teams, kickball, softball. Unfortunately, Milwaukee, I don't think there is all of that that goes on. Uh, but I think in some of the larger cities, there may be more opportunities for people to get involved in that. And I think oftentimes it's maybe related to uh, your alma mater where you went to college. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. kind of the group that gets together. But, I mean, there are a lot of opportunities, I think, in some of the larger cities for physical activities. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think the point is to get out there and take advantage of the nice weather and kind of get that work-life balance that you always hear about. But don't let your work fall. Go in early if you have to. <laughs> yeah. Still work. <laughs> uh, but speaking of taking advantage of things around you, I want to switch over the topic to social media. Um, and so I, I was reading an article and they were saying basically that it was a shame if a job seeker was not on social media, obviously when they're looking for a job. Um, do you guys think that it's a must now, you know, with the, the modern times to be on social media if you're looking for employment? I was actually listening to one of Carly's um, shows, Technically Speaking, and that one still resonates with me today where she, the the guest that you had brought in. Mm-hmm. Amy Guth from yeah, the Chicago Tribune. Yeah, probably. she had said that you, you should be somewhat active on social media just to show that you're keeping with the times, almost in a sense that if you don't want to be on there all the time to, you know, share your personal life, but just to show that you're evolving your with... Yeah, you're not Hip dating yourself. And um, and so that that does sort of, for me, because I'm personally not on Facebook. I have an account on Twitter. I'm not very active on it. I maybe tweet like once a month. Um, but I do see how if you're not on those connections, how an employer might be like, okay, so are you staying connected? Are you evolving with the times? Because that sort of parallels other things with, you know, self-teaching and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's the only way I sort of angle it. I think, like, there, it, you know, you can look at it. The, the, a common one that you think of when you see that a job seeker should be on social media, you think of LinkedIn. Um, but Facebook and, and Twitter and all those other ones out there, Google+. Plus. Um, I just did a show recently with um, some of the, the folks over at Interfaith Milwaukee, and they help assist mature workers in finding employment. And they actually encourage the mature workers and getting on social media, things like Facebook and more of the social ones. So that Do they, they be- help anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I think they uh, they do. They might. Uh, I, don't, I think there might be an age requirement, Lynn. I don't think you would hit it. But um, they basically what they do is, you know, they, they help you get on social media and all that stuff. But that proves to an employer when they do a search for you that you are up with the technology. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and the article that you included was interesting that this person was looking for work through link or without being connected to social media and then connected in LinkedIn. And within the first week, people, his old former colleagues were connecting with him and he ended up getting a job through a former colleague. So just right. keeping, if anything, you're just opening yourself up to more opportunity. And right. I mean, it's a tight market out there. Mm-hmm. And uh as a job seeker, you have to take whatever advantages you have at your disposal. So I would, you know, I'm not on 
uh, active in social media, but if I were to be looking for a job, I know that this would be one of the first things that I You'd would have do. To do. And mm-hmm. then I would ask Carly for <laughs> for advice. I had to true confessions. I had to ask Carly last week um, to help me with uh, LinkedIn because yeah. someone couldn't find me, so they asked me to send them an invite. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to do it. And we did it. (laughs) It was, like, really easy. Yeah. It's not bad. And, Carly, you might be able to give a little bit of insight. So if there is a job seeker out there that's not on social media, what would you recommend that they – you know, go online and search to find more information. I mean, your well, show, you have a radio show, technically speaking. That right. And the, they could listen the interview to. with Amy Guth was, is interesting from the Chicago Tribune. So definitely take a listen to that. She talks about what she calls a rule of thirds with social media. And that's interesting, just sort of defini- dividing your time spent on social media between personal and professional. So creating a balance. Um, and also just going to any, um, just search social media blogs Um, And maybe start with LinkedIn because you're really just posting your resume online and that may feel like a natural transition if you're just getting started. Um, There's not, it's, you know, Facebook and Twitter might be a little more overwhelming, but both valuable. I think, um, you know, I think we have a good equation in here of two people that aren't on (laughs) social media versus two people that use it a little bit more You mean a nice balance? Is that (laughs) what you mean, (laughs) Asher? What did I say? I'm just okay. agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we so we kind of get both angles. Um, but I think it's a little bit, once you get on it, it can be a scary. But I think once you're... Once you start using it, you see that it's pretty user-friendly, mm-hmm. most social media applications. So, um, so yeah, I think that it, it is, if you're a job seeker out there, it is something you should definitely look into because, um, you know, it can make your job seeking process yes. a little bit more efficient. And then speaking of being efficient, Carly, let's kick it over to you. Yeah, and we've kind of talked about this before. Um, I read an article on our website and our resources uh, tab and there was an article talking about formal processes and how in corporate America, quote unquote, um, you may run into processes you might think are inefficient. So the question was, how can you approach somebody with maybe a solution or a new method for that process without sounding disrespectful? Because, you know, it was probably put in place for a reason and maybe you're not aware of that. So what would your advice be? Actually, I thought um, that article on our in our resources section was um, really good. Mm-hmm. At first, at first, it had talked about you know these antiquated processes, but I really liked the steps that she kind of um, walked through mm-hmm. in order to uh, advise a person. And yeah, I think you do have to be sensitive depending on how much tenure you've had working with that team or with that process before you start, um, you know, possibly cutting it down, saying that there's much better ways to do it. I think you always have to tread softly. But um fully understand what the process is first and then you know depending on the personalities of your work team then you can decide how best to um, promote the change Mm -hmm. because I think all of us really um, are expected to make our work processes better Mm -hmm. and I think um, that article also made a good point where it said um, just because you're eager or you're excited about a change in the process or you want to make it more efficient and you feel very strongly about it or that you have the best solution doesn't mean that you should jump over 
heads that you need to go through because that's a process in itself. Mm -hmm. And I know that just recently um, a friend of mine was saying that um, somebody that worked, you know, underneath her had went over without her even knowing, Um. had gone over her head and skipped a process. And it not only reflected embarrassed, you know, she was embarrassed by it and it reflected badly on her and on her team management. Um, but it didn't look good for that person either, you know, and that, yeah. and so it just, it, it became and, and more about like, this person shouldn't be doing this than what the actual right. topic was. Yeah, Cause like, it could have been a really good idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I would agree with, with that Azure. Um, but sort of going back to Carly's point or, or to Lynn's point too, I think if, if you're going to suggest something that there's like an issue with the process, there's a more efficient way to do something. Always, as we've talked about before, recommend a solution. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Always. Mm-hmm. And I know, Carly, that you had touched on that because there's, you know, if, if you're looking at, there's so many different perspectives. We were just said this, you know, five minutes ago. You know, there's a balance here. Some of us are on social media. Some of us aren't. And I think that that's because we have different perspectives on how that will add value to our life or whatever we're going through. I think the same thing. If Carly's using a process more so than I'm using a process and you know, the department or the organization is the one that implemented that process. And she says, hey, I'm using this on a regular basis. And I actually think we can make it more efficient. Here's how X, Y, Z. That's more appreciative than complaining or, you know, gossiping about it or whatever the situation, like this is annoying and I can't, you know, bring it to your manager's attention or whoever and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm using this every day. I think we could improve it by doing And I think your manager appreciates it. At least I can say I would appreciate it. Right. But don't go to your manager's boss. No. (laughs) Chain of command always. Just go straight to the president of the company. So I was uh, looking at this. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, not a good idea. Not a good idea. Yeah, why do you guys do it this way? This is so bad. I just wanted to say I have a really good idea. And it's really not what you say. I know we've said this a million times. It's how you say it. Mm -hmm. It always, I mean, even down to how we communicate with family members. Husbands, wives, boyfriend, right. girlfriends, partners. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that you have to be sensitive to because, like we've all said, the process was developed because there was a purpose for it. But if there's a better way because someone's using it on a regular basis, I think it's okay. Yeah, And I think um, the name of that article was something along the lines of uh, addressing an inefficient process. Um, that and that right. was mm-hmm. in our articles section. Um, our resources section on our on, on any of any of our home pages. So feel free to check that out. And uh, the author is Alexandra Levitt. Levitt. L e v i t. L e v i t. Sorry, so, Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to check that out. Um, but even when you have some of the the best process processes in place um, to be as efficient as possible, your day can get a little hijacked by meetings. Oh, I like that. <laughs> hijacked. <laughs> I don't it, know it feels what you like guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you just find yourself in nonstop meetings. Um, but Lynn, you had wanted, this was kind of your topic you yes. wanted to talk about So today. yeah, the question is, how do you get any work done <laughs> when you are sitting in meetings all day long? So what is the secret? And um, again, I was reading uh, something online and it was block off your calendar. So what do you think about that? Do you block off your calendar to do work or I do. do you not? 
I do, and I, I, Jacqueline, you don't, correct? No, I do. You do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I used to not, and then it was somebody would say, hey, I saw this was free on your calendar, and I booked it, and I was like, yeah, well, right. <laughs> it's actually not free. I'm going to have to decline, and can we do it this time, propose a new time, but it just helps you manage your time, and it helps um, your coworkers or anybody that you're that you're on a team with see where you're at for the day and why you can't maybe get everything that they need you to get done on time yeah I definitely block my calendar because there's tasks that I have to get done and projects and due dates that I have that no one's going to provide except me and the only way to get them done is to prioritize and manage so I always do it um I used to just block it off you know tentatively but then people started scheduling over my calendar so then I actually like block it off like I have an appointment that way it's that time that I can dedicate and I usually try to leave it smaller increments like an hour right work on the webinar that I'm going to be working on for the month dedicate an hour for today Um, and then that usually helps and then I can get a little wiggle room in there and and, and with other people but um, my situation is a little bit differently because I'm in the I work in Milwaukee two days a week, and then I work in Chicago three days a week. So I, I go back and forth. And um, when I'm in our headquarters, I tend to have a lot of meetings. And lately, my manager has said, like, stop doing that. Like, you need to, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want you to meet with us? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he said that I need to meet with you guys more when I'm working in Chicago and to, and to do it that way. And he's been checking up on me, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so I actually, last week, I had gotten an invite and said, hey, can, you know, when you're, when you're in Milwaukee next, can we meet? And I said, oh. yeah, but it has to be on a Wednesday because I've been told I need to adjust my schedule. <laughs> I'm assuming that doesn't work for lunch meetings. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, I mean, he's trying to coach me to right. say so that I'm not feeling overwhelmed because I think you tend yeah. to feel overwhelmed in your back-to-back meetings and you're not necessarily getting the tasks that you want to get done. Um, so I understand why he's coaching me and he's mentoring me and saying, you know, I think it's great that you're doing all these things and you're meeting with these people, but I can tell you look like you're <laughs> – Running from meeting to meeting, you know. Uh-oh. That's not what he's saying, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, I can yeah. tell you look a little rough today. <laughs> he's, a little he's looking out for me, you know. That's good. He's looking, you know, he wants me to make sure that I'm right. happy and I'm not feeling stressed out and overwhelmed. Um, so the meetings can get tiring, right? Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I think last week there was one day I had a lot of meetings, and Azure and I physically sit by each other. And you had commented, yeah. "It's like where the heck have you been?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Lynn, you work here still?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I hadn't seen her all day. And yeah. then finally, at the end of the day, she showed back up. It was like in the morning and at the end of the day. And she went to go get her hair right. and her nails done. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. <laughs> yeah, she comes back wearing her pedicure sandals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it it is, it gets tiring when you're in mm-hmm. all these meetings and then you come back with all these to-do lists and, and it's emails. like, right, oh yeah, and the email. It's like, what am I going to do? How am I going to manage this? Right. So yeah, I think blocking off your calendar is, is definitely a good tool to use. Yeah. And I, well, now I'm debating what I was going to say is that I kind of like right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have like a lot of my meetings and then I know that Monday, Wednesday, Friday I can plan and block off my schedule. But to your point, it could get crazy then Tuesdays and Thursdays where you're in meetings all day. Like I've been in meeting I haven't <laughs> I've been in meetings all day today so far. So Yeah, you you were lucky to even have a bite of lunch. But yeah <laughs> but but it is nice to know that tomorrow 
I don't I don't really have anything. It's me. I can take care of my tasks. So for some people, it might work to try to keep your meetings to certain days um, just to separate things. But then on the days that you don't have meetings, do you, do you block off your, your calendar? I do, yeah. 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 And so it nobody makes me can, feel organized. So then. nobody can plan a meeting with you? Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the, the only suggestion I do um, make for people is that, you know, as you're trying to schedule meetings, you know, sometimes then it can be hard to schedule meetings if someone's calendar is blocked off. But it's like, just call up the person with the conflict and ask them, right. mm-hmm. you know, are you able to move it? And then, again, we go back to another topic. It's okay to say no. Right. Because yeah. I did that recently with Jacqueline. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, you got a, con- you know, your calendar's blocked. Can you move it? And it's like, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm like, oh, okay, well then. You right. know, I'll try and, some. I'll try a different time. And Carly recently just did that. She asked, you know, is this time? Can you move this? And I was like, really? I don't know if I can. Is that the only date, time possible? And she's like, it really is. And then I was like, okay, let me let me adjust, you know, my yeah. schedule and see if there's any way that we we can make this work. So, um, constant communication, I guess, yeah, is key. That's good. <laughs> Well, that pretty much does it for us today. If you'd like to suggest topics for a discussion on the LJN Radio Quad, send a message to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. For Jacqueline Peterson, Carly Rubach, and Lynn Molitor, I'm Azure Mahara. Thanks for listening.